Holy frack. GeForce GTX 1080 and GTX 1070. Do I need to say more? Battlefield 1, and is it safe to build a PC right now? Welcome to the Full Nerd Show, episode zero, recorded on May 10th, 2016. I'm yelling because I'm excited. I'm Gordon Ong with Brad Charkas. All right, got off the hey, mic. Yo. And our special guest, Hayden Dingman. Behind the camera, Hello. Adam Murray. Patrick, Adam Patrick, Adam Patrick Murray. Murray. I'm, I'm learning that. <laughs> Let's not screw around because, damn, GeForce GTX 1080 and 1070 just made the Titan X and 980 chumps. Brad actually has one. I do right here. I just got back from Austin actually, and my Wait, forehead it's is still, still in the peeling. box. You didn't unbox <laughs> it? Yeah, what the hell? Oh, man? I, yeah, well, that's I empty, man. It. You bought that in the, from a guy in the in the <laughs> at the in the in the parking lot. It's like, hey, man, I'll sell you a ten eighty five hundred dollars. Oh, there oh, it is. still in the shrink oh. wrap, still bagged. Come on, come Brad. on, man, break it out. So what? What? <laughs> so we're we're in a little bit of a weird spot because obviously Nvidia had their massive. I'm trying to keep it family safer. Had their massive event on Friday. We it's do so know a shiny. lot of details. Holy. So, what? Now, Brad actually knows secret things and not secret things. So, we are going to play a game with Brad and try to get as much secret stuff out of Brad to get him sued. They won't sue our company. NVIDIA will sue Brad personally, I think. Come Perfect. on, man. I signed papers and stuff. He signed the papers, but they don't know he used a false name. He used Adam Patrick Murray. They're like, who's this guy? Oh, man. What a jerk. So, Brad, so what's hey. what's the deal on 1080? What's the, what's the quick dump? Badass? Uh, badass, yeah. Is for the next month, you should definitely not buy any, you know, GeForce cards or anything. Because when this stuff comes out at the end of the month, it'll everyone who bought a 980 Ti recently is just crying, crying, crying. Which Hayden, you are actually running a 980 Ti. Uh, are you yeah, crying I am. now? Uh, I'm not crying, but I am feeling pretty jealous at the moment. <laughs> so you know, that, you know, it's funny because whenever there's a new video car, and then everybody gets excited. You know, obviously we're excited. That's why I'm screaming so much. You always get the, well, my 980 is still fine. It's not obsolete. Well, you guys just need to shut up, right? So you, well, I just get card envy. Like get, I, don't, my 980 Ti is still maxing out every single game that I play on it. So yeah, I don't, it still kicks plenty of ass. Yeah, it's not like I actually would need an upgrade, but the fact that there is something newer out there makes me want to upgrade, even though you know I don't have to, and it's not rational. So those people who have the 980 Ti or they shouldn't feel bad, really. No, no, not at all. I mean, <laughs> that long pause. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, I wouldn't. Well, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. It's all right, Timmy. It's, it's, you I mean, the worst, is, the worst is if you bought like a 980 Ti last week. Yeah, that was, you, could you imagine yeah. like if you actually just bought a card and you're like, where's the receipt? Where's the receipt? I, I, I think EVGA I does just a, bought two of those. And he's badly oh, hoping EVGA has an upgrade program. Yeah, EVGA has an upgrade program normally. So, <laughs> so they should, if you bought from them, you're covered. But, uh, anybody that bought, just a random 980 Ti in the last week or two is uh Although they could, I mean, a bad place. week or two, they'd be all yeah, right. Yeah, you could, you could probably send it back. It would be like that, you know, you would you bought your card 30 days ago, and then, of course, they announced it on Friday, the 1080, 1070 card. Well, 
something to keep in mind when you're when you're looking at all the headlines, including ours and all the stuff they're putting out. Where they're like, "Oh yeah, the uh, GTX 1080 is faster than two 980s and SLI, and faster than Titan X and all that jazz." It probably is faster than a Titan X, but they cherry pick those numbers. Like if you go to the GeForce GTX 1080 website on Nvidia, GeForce.com right now, and you look at the numbers that they have, it's it's better than two 980s in virtual reality. Ah. Mm. If you look at like Rise of the Tomb Raider performance and Witcher 3 performance, it's 1.5 to 1.7 times greater than a uh, GTX 980, which is still crazy. That's plenty crazy. Right. But, you know, they cherry pick those numbers a bit. And that's that's for the 1080, right? So there's two cards for people that know. 1080, yes. $600, I guess, maybe? Yeah, six, 650-ish $650. area, it sounds like. Uh, the, the 1080, yeah, it's uh, 600 uh, MSRP. But the Founders Edition, uh, what NVIDIA calls the Founders Edition, which is basically a reference card, is uh, $700. So, you know, that, that that's the weird thing is uh, um, reference cards have always been the cheapest. Yeah, right? reference cards are usually the, the crappy ones. So so what what's up yeah. with that? So like, so they're actually going to make the reference card more expensive and then the... Uh, yeah, I guess, in the, you know, if you've ever held or ever seen uh, NVIDIA reference card, they're actually, you know, pretty badass. They have, like, right. nice aluminum shrouds. They're, yeah, you know, yeah nice I'm just talking about the the, uh, the heat sink and stuff on those. Is Like, the 980i, the reference card runs, like, 20 degrees hotter than the EVGA overclocked reference card because their they're cooler is a thousand times better. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, would, I would not buy a 980i reference card. And if it was a hundred bucks more, right? So I, I guess so. What I'm wondering is if this this founders edition, somebody watches a lot of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, must actually be better than like sort of the reference cards have always sort of been the baseline. It sounds like they're actually pinning it a little nope. higher this time. These no? are if you take reference card from previous generations and replace yeah. it with founders edition for this one, that's what you get. It doesn't have any specially clocked. Weird. Uh, G, uh, you know, it's not binned to get higher performance. It doesn't have any overclocks. It's you're getting the NVIDIA version with that fancy cooler on it. Weird. Hmm. That's the uh, only one, if you look at their press releases, that they guarantee absolutely will be out on uh, May 27th. So Right, and that's, that's pretty typical, right? Because for people who don't know, NVIDIA actually manufactures these cards and distributes them through partners, basically. And then all the... Yep. The other dudes, Asus, Gigabyte, AVGA, they they do their custom designs, and those are the ones where they get sort of crazy with the cooling. I, I wonder if they're also uh, if they priced it higher because most of those reference cards end up end up going into uh, like display cases. Like when you go to when you go to trade shows, nobody's running like EVGA uh, nine eighty Ti's and stuff like that. They're always running reference cards for the most part, uh, hmm. and maybe maybe they're counting on that aspect of it just um, like a branding thing yeah i don't think they would because i feel like most of those cards are probably given for free but i feel like whenever like when we walk around e3 and stuff all those pcs are just running like straight nvidia cards not oh. not evga branded nvidia cards well i mean uh they uh i talked to the nvidia people and they said specifically whereas before reference cards you know they introduced those to the channel to try to kickstart things these founders editions they're looking to manufacture and sell for the life of the card so there, this isn't just a kickstart stuff. This is keeping going, keeping going, keeping going. And if they priced it too aggressively, uh, that would not leave people like EVGA and ASUS and everybody room to you know make their own cards with cheaper versions. If they sold this at MSRP, why would you buy the EVGA thing with a plastic shroud at mm-hmm. MSRP when you can get this for MSRP? Yeah, but I it just that's just for somebody going to buy it. You kind of like I'm just used to like reference card being okay. That's sort of like yeah. 
the sort of gold standard generally, and then the aftermarket cards being way better, costing yep. more. So are we going to see basically cards above that price? Sort of like this whole like six hundred dollar thing is not realistic because who's going to sell it for under? Right? They're going to make you know some super duper four fan GPU and then it'll sell for eight hundred dollars instead. Well, all the partners are competing against each other, so I wouldn't be surprised to see some cards coming out right around the six hundred dollar MSRP. Yeah, I just expect uh, like EVGA is always uh, like thirty bucks more expensive normally. Right. Uh, like I think a nine eighty Ti from EVGA is like thirty bucks more expensive than everybody else. So I would I would wonder if they're going to price in around like seven fifty. Uh, well, so I that think you can get some well, ma- maximum like overclock. MSRP is six hundred bucks, and this is seven hundred bucks. The Founders Edition. I think they purposefully priced it that high so that they're not just screwing their partners. Right. So everybody has sort of room <laughs> to sell it for. It's like they really don't want to sell them almost in any kind of way. You know, just sort of get them out there. You can buy it if you want the the pretty NVIDIA package, but, you know, please buy our partners. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. and then that way, you know, like these system builders, they can certify this and know it'll be there for the full lifetime of the thing and everything. So That's rather generous of NVIDIA. I, uh, frankly, corporations generally aren't that generous, and frankly, NVIDIA hasn't always been that generous in the past. <laughs> Their board partners have never always been happy with the way they do things, so... I'm really shocked, honestly. Uh, But I want to get a little bit more about the performance. So, of course, I was watching the live stream with, you know, 50,000 other people. Brad was actually down in Austin where they held the event. I I got excited. I thought they said this thing was 2X. So uh, 1080 was twice twice the performance of, uh, of a Titan X. And then the 1070 is basically the performance of a Titan X. Was that really all in relations to to VR or just general that's, gaming? That's not quite what they said. They said that uh, the 1080 was twice the performance of 980 SLI. Oh, right. Which, okay. So that's, well, those, those are super powerful. That's not anywhere near as powerful as Titan X SLI. <laughs> right. But I mean, uh, but the, yeah, it's not quite, but okay. So it's not really 2X performance. Uh, no, like I said, if you go to their, they always cherry pick these things. If you go to their website and look at the numbers that they have, the only thing over 2X performance on the, uh, Versus the 980 is in virtual reality. If you look at the actual games, Rise of the Tomb Raider, DirectX 12, and Witcher 3 and Wild Hunt, I have it here right now, uh, the, imp- the performance looks to be 1.5 to 1.7 or so higher. And, and what does the 1070 look like? Because that to me, I mean, the 980 is, is great and the 1080 will be great, but the that 970 has been the sweet spot for everybody that's building a system. Uh, what does that 1070 clock in at? That's crazy. They didn't talk too much about it, uh, actually. They were focusing mostly on the GTX 1080. Uh, but the 1070, they said, would also faster than a Titan X, which is just nuts. Um, and we're talking actual 4-gig VRAM this time, right? We're not recreating <laughs> yes. the, the 3.5.5 gig disaster of 2015. I, oh, my God. That was I, would, I would entirely hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Although that was, that was blown out of proportion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, that bad, 970 though. was still a hell of a card, but, man, I, oh, yeah. I don't want to see even, that again. Even right. after all that came out, I'm like, wow, that sucks, but I'd still, you know, it still gets the frame rates that we saw, and I'd still totally recommend this card, even yeah, though it has absolutely. that memory. Right, and for but, people who don't know, yeah, that was... Said, oh, I'm just going to fill people in who don't know, so that, that was the famous GTX 970. Awesome card. Everybody lost their mind. Great performance for not much money, and then about three months afterwards, somebody found a flaw where certain certain games at certain resolutions, the memory bandwidth killed itself. Yeah, it was basically it's it was advertised as a four gig card, and three and a half gig of that was was high bandwidth memory, and then half a gig of it was just garbage memory. Right, but uh-huh. like the amount of people that ran into that was such a small 
number and the amount of games that had the problem with that was such a small number that really was not a huge deal, probably. Right. But, but everybody, the internet freaked yeah, out. Everybody freaked out. But the crazy thing was, I don't know if Nvidia did it, or I know I I definitely remember the vendors were like, "Hey, we'll we'll give you your money back," which is like unprecedented, you hmm. know. So. But not well, and it didn't matter because the 970 is now. I mean, it's still the the best selling card, so they yeah. clearly That's didn't dent the sales that much. Yeah, people were silly to return those. But yeah, and it, it, they were saying it's faster than a Titan X at the show, the 1070. But yeah, uh, again, they didn't show. They don't have a breakdown of that on their website, so we don't know what they're comparing that to. That could very well be in virtual reality as well. So who knows? But it sounds like it's going to be utter badass, no matter what. And right. that's coming in right around that that same price point, right? Like three three hundred fifty dollars uh, higher. Fifty dollars uh, higher. Uh, the nine seventy came out at three thirty. Right? Yeah, oh. this is three eighty for the MSRP. Or if you want mm-hmm. the Founders Edition card, it's uh, four fifty. But still, they're saying Titan X performance. Yeah, yes, it's pretty crazy. Bucks. That's insane. And then is which it is eight, crazy. Was it, is he it eight gigs or mic. four gigs? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, eight gigs. Oh wow, eight gigs. So it's not four. Wow. So they they give you the same amount of memory. And of course, it's GDDR five X. Which is um, anybody disappointed? It's uh, not HBM two high bandwidth memory, which is all the you know badass stuff AMD's been using for the thirty five cards they sold last year. I'm not I'm not disappointed at all. It makes total sense because the first generation of HBM, which is in the Fury lineup, is uh, the first generation is limited to four gigabyte capacity. And if you're moving pixels like this, man, you probably want higher than that, especially for the future. And even AMD's next generation HBM equipped cards aren't coming out till the end of the year. And I don't think anybody wants to wait till the end of the year to see, you know, all this ridiculous technology advancements and graphics cards. So, so I'll say one thing I was surprised by, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this still has only one HDMI out on the back. Is that correct? Oh, uh, let's see. Yes, only yeah. one HDMI so, out. So yeah. Gordon and I talked about this recently um, because with like all these companies are pushing VR and all these VR headsets need HDMI ports and all of these cards still have just the one HDMI out. Uh, and it's a, <sighs> it's a huge pain in the ass. Uh, I have to, I mean, the amount of people that this would affect is, <laughs> is basically nil. Uh, but like I have a, a Vive and an Oculus at, ho- at home and, uh, I have to swap between them and I have to like unplug the HDMI port every time. Mm. And man, what a frustrating thing to have to change those HDMI ports out. Uh, when like, why, That's, like it's, why don't we have two HDMI ports? Well, and especially on, when on they're saying they're cards. building these for VR. Yeah, exactly. That's, like, yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. Although I got to say, well, I think that's not, that's not a 1% problem. That's a 0.1%. No, exactly. Problem. It's, it's not <laughs> even a, a Come on, let us complain. Well, like, I mean, a lot of people run, uh, run multi, multi monitor setups and, and yeah. instead of daisy chaining, like why, why not just run multiple HDMI outs and stuff like that? Uh, it just seems like a very strange thing in 2016 to still be dealing with with one HDMI port and then like five DisplayPort ports, which like yeah, I've never used. They, they still have DVI as well. Yeah, still have DVI right. on the back of this thing. You'd think you know an extra HDMI port in the back would be. I, I mean, that's the know, thing is I end up running HDMI uh, to the the Oculus and stuff, and then running DVI to my monitor because I'm, I can't. I don't want to fuck with putting monitor HDMI in. So, so Hayden, let me ask you a question to play devil's avocado here. Why does... Ooh, yum. Why, devil's why does, avocado. That sounds devil's good. Avocado, 30 Rock <laughs> reference there. Why, does, why do you blame AMD and NVIDIA for doing this? Why aren't Oculus and, and uh, HTC putting DisplayPort on well, their so, so the Vive does. The Vive has a DisplayPort uh, out on the back. Um, Mini DisplayPort. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I it seems weird that uh-huh. that we that we're not using DisplayPort. But at the same time, like these standards, uh, you know, the the Vive and the Oculus Kit has been known for a long time, and uh, yeah. With, with with AMD and NVIDIA saying, oh, we're supporting VR, we're putting all this, these resources into developing good VR tech, it's very strange to me to then release a card that is, is a huge pain in the ass for VR users. Sure. And, and as Brad said, this is like a very small percentage of their user base that would ever have this problem. But yeah. like it still seems like a very strange, just, just the principle of it is very strange to me when they're out there saying in public that they support this technology. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, remember that 980, who's it, with the EVGA did the card that had a, a front... Yeah, the That's front really bay. smart. A front bay that had HDMI adapter, so um, you could just plug your VR headset into the front of your case instead of plugging in the back all the time, which is a pain, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I have to I have to climb under my desk. Luckily, I have that sit-stand desk now, oh, so yeah. I, I put that standing all the way up, <laughs> and I climb Man, underneath. I just came up with the ultimate case idea, because I, I don't understand why nobody's done it. I'm going to give it for free to case vendors. Let's just make a case where it's just backwards, right? So you put all the drive bays, all the front bay ports on the back of it, and you just run the whole thing backwards so you can plug everything in. Because you always go into the back of it all the time. You unplug your headset by accident. Why don't you just make it backwards? Everything's backwards. There's no... I mean, I, so like the one well, thing when Alienware made that, that dumb, the triangle case, yeah. uh, the one thing that I really liked was all the ports were like on the top triangle. So you at least didn't have to like climb all the way That's to the true. wall. Uh, otherwise, that case was, was really silly looking. But Yeah, but you know, people got excited over it, but... I, that's it. Case vendors, give me a cut. 5%. Make that case. <laughs> Only 5 Wouldn't you love that, though? You would not have to turn the damn case around. Everything needs to be plugged in. Front, well, yeah, head, EV, everything. EVGA had that uh, case that they showed off at CES where all the stuff was on the side, so you could turn it sideways and yeah, show off your nice. uh, you know, fancy graphics cards and stuff. And then yeah. it has you know, all the different controls in the front, all the ports. Yeah, not but HDMI, but the rest. There's only – it's just everything. It's just the back – it's called the back case. Everything. <laughs> on, there's no side, no none of that top stuff, none of that – Plug the cables in, have them stick out. It's just everything right in the back of the case. I mean, first I would like to just figure out how to, to wrangle all the cables I have in my house. And then after that, we can talk about putting them all in the front of the case. Yeah, just, it makes <laughs> it oh, easier. Oh, you should do what I do, man. I just threw all the cables in the back and then turn my case sideways so you can't see those things. <laughs> yeah. I kick mine all the time because my outlet is like right uh, right under my desk. And so the, the, the thing that I'm plugging them all into, the power strip, is like right where my feet go. And I, uh, I accidentally turned off my computer a couple of weeks ago because I kicked Ooh. the switch yeah. on, the, on yeah. the power supply. You got a you got a duct tape over the. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a sad moment. So yeah. it's uh, hard. Like I when my, my kids were really little, they'd come into the room and they'd hit the the power button on the UPS, Ooh. which would shut it off. Because <laughs> it's like it's a bright red, you know, and they push the button. You're like, Argh! I can't <laughs> yell at you. Yeah, you're too cute. Hey, hey, Brad, get back. Getting back to the 1080, 1070 a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the ports they they are so they are HDMI 2.0 B and then DisplayPort yes. 1.4 F or Z I don't know I can't even keep track but does that Something mean like that. they yeah. support FreeSync or can you wait first if you can't answer the question because you are under oath not to talk about it just don't say anything just blink I, can you yeah just blink one blink is yes two blinks <laughs> no but so is. Do that, does that mean they support FreeSync and G-Sync now, finally? I, I don't know. No comment. Way. no comment. I don't know. He's not I saying. would highly doubt that it supports FreeSync. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just because <laughs> it just seems like how do you not support FreeSync in the standard, right? Because if you're DisplayPort 1.4, that means you should support all the previous parts of it, right? DisplayPort 1. Well, FreeSync is like this little offshoot, right? Uh, like a supplementary standard, right? So that doesn't mean they necessarily have to support it. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't get we didn't they didn't get into that too much, so. No. I don't have a yes, and, no, and or Nvidia two didn't talk about AMD's FreeSync technology saying. on stage in Austin. That's very strange to me. I can't <laughs> believe it. Did, so I have another question about the the 1080 Can you talk about power requirements? Because I mean, power these are insanely low power, right? Yeah, it's actually it's pretty nuts. It's uh, 180 watts, so not very much at all. That's actually a little bit more than what the 980 came out at. That came out at uh, uh, 165 watts, but uh, still, considering the fact that they're saying this comes with the power of two 980s and SLI or more than a Titan X or whatever. It's insane how little power this thing used. Just a single 8-pin power connector. Wow. So, and that's a 1080. Do you yeah, have a 1080. Wow. You just proved it. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Damn. So I, uh, I kind of – what are they saying minimum power supply specs? Because, I mean, it's interesting. You could almost save the money from buying a, a lower-end lower PSU. And, and is it enough to offset the price of a 1080 versus a – 1070 almost, you know? Let's see here. I'm looking at their website right now, and recommended power system power minimum is 500 watts. Wow. That's really low. So, so <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So, if you don't have to buy, I mean, previously, everybody's like 750, 800 watt PSU, might be 120, 140, maybe, depending on how yeah. high up you go in quality. So, yeah, I think I'm Nvidia's- running overkill at this point. I think I have like a, a thousand watts in there. Just in my that. in my personal system, like I have a crazy power supply in the PC world graphics card, you know, system because I put two or three GPUs in there all the time. But my personal system only has a 650 watt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's power what I supply, used to run, and it runs 980 Ti overclock, no problem. Yeah, yeah, so I, it, I, it's been crazy for a while. So that means you could probably, I mean, if they're saying 500 watts, that's probably being conservative. You could almost yeah. like run on a 300 watt power supply back to <laughs> 1997 the- or something. <laughs> Well, but like your watches don't sue us when you number. Well, and like you told me the other day, why why you know cheap out on a power supply? Yeah, power supplies are pretty cheap at this point. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Like you're not saving that much money. I think I think I bought a a thousand watt gold for 150 or something like that. Yeah, that's not bad. In the grand scheme of the case build, is not much at all. Well, and like you said, it's it's not enough to off offset the cost of oh hey do i get a 970 or or i'm sorry a 1070 or 1080 right like, it's you're so not you might saving. save save 50 bucks that's not yeah, enough probably. to get you that i was just thinking man it's like if you can get down to like a 12 dollar power supply which is what people buy yeah. these days then you're like <laughs> there's my there's my 1080 it's card. bad don't do that yeah, buy you, a nice power supply uh, yes what, what what else can we ask about 1080 i just have so many questions oh you know i read this morning i don't i don't know if you know but I heard they dumped uh, D-Sub VGA support. Is that yes. true? Yes. Well, uh, the DVI port is uh, DVI-D, not DVI-I. So, yes. What's Rip. the rationale for that? Just uh, because I mean, VGA has been a dying port for a while. I mean, AMD's even moved past DVI. Uh, the reference AMD cards don't have uh, DVI ports even. So, what if it's? Uh, yeah, that's true. And he dumped it too, right? So, but you know, if I'm a I'm a competitive gamer. Yeah, I, I, I like not DVI. really. I'm lying. You run your CRT. How am I going to run my CRT now? You know, 
Yeah, right. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, DVII support in like maybe the lower end cards because I think a lot of the people who are using VGA at this point are like business users, use it for projectors or use it right. for you know old CRT monitors, and that makes more sense for a lower price card. But I don't think very many people buying a GTX 1080 are all that interested in VGA support. Yeah, but I think that the, uh, it shouldn't be a problem for most people. But the screwy thing is, if you go out and buy your $150 panel. It's going to come with a VGA cable. It won't come with HDMI. Well, some of them come with HDMI, but most of them are going to come with. VGA uh, some of them are starting. DVI. Some of them come with yeah DVI at this point though. Uh, yeah, I think I think most of the monitors I've bought in the in the last f- four years have come with a DVI cable. And so, then you don't get the adapter anymore, right? So since it doesn't work, no, it doesn't. Yeah, right. it would be pointless. Hmm. Okay. So I'm looking over this great article on PC World, the uh, 10 key things you need to know. Oh. Oh, great hey, article. Who wrote that? Man, I don't know. Brad uh, K- Chaos. Let me I go. Think, uh, yeah. Something like that. Uh, have you tried Ansel? Number seven. Ansel. On that yes. List. Oh. That was awesome, actually. Ansel, just to explain it for a minute, is a new uh, technology that is supported by Pascal GPUs, which is uh, the GPU at the heart of the 1080 and the 1070. And it's like, uh, they call it a 3D in-game camera system. It's basically like a screenshot supercharged. Um, developers have to explicitly support it. But when they do, um, you can like pause the game and enter free camera mode and go wandering around the game and then take a screenshot. And then you have all these different sorts of uh, video filters. You have different sorts of, you can tilt the camera, you can just, do all kinds of crazy stuff to it. And you can even jack the resolution up to like, I think I went in the witness, I went to 61,000 pixels wide or something like that. Even if the game doesn't support it, it's super high res. It's just like a crazy screenshots, amazing thing. Don't the textures fall apart for that kind of high res though? I mean, I just no, imagine that, it would look like crap. No, it didn't look like crap at all. It looks great. They said uh, even if the games don't support it, they can get in there deep with the Pascal and it uses... I believe hardware. I'm not sure. Uh, but in any case, it's supported by the 1080, and it, it looked great. It looked amazing. But uh, the problem with it is if you zoom out to that super high-res resolution, which I, of course, did, is when you try to uh, you know, take the picture, it stitches it all together, and uh, it can take minutes. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> minutes, how, minutes big is that, how big is that it, JPEG? Uh, there are several gigabytes, one of them. <laughs> 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 that's that's in 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 game gigapixel photography. Kind of cool. Yeah, well, yes. they, they were yes. saying it's in aimed the, at like uh, in one of the uh, examples they had the Witcher three the intro area the keep uh, zoomed out real far the castle where you train in the beginning and everything and you take a picture and then they were able to zoom in on the words in a book inside one of the rooms in a window in that picture and it looked clear as day. Wow. Yeah, they yes. were saying it's for like the the people that mod Skyrim to hell and then take really pretty pictures and hmm. stuff. Uh, Can, so I assume they don't care as much about the fact that it takes 12 minutes or whatever to render out. <laughs> yeah. It's free. I thought it was freaking out at first because I was trying the demo and when you hit the thing, it stitches it all together and the camera just like freaks out and flickers and zooms all over the place. But another cool thing about it is that it also supports uh, VR headsets. So you can take this picture, it makes a 360 degree bubble and then you can look around in your Vive or your Google Cardboard or whatever. Oh, 3D? So- Go ahead. Is it, is it 2D or 3D? 2D. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, it's a picture. It, it is tiled then. So they're not just, I sort of thought they'd just sort of super sample it or some kind of like take an image at whatever, 65 megapixels, but it's actually, they're just tiling the whole scene together to make a giant high resolution image then. I'm not sure if uh, they went into the details, okay. but I would imagine so. Can you turn the camera around and take a picture of yourself? 
Because you know uh, that's that's what people want to do. No, now. it's from the point of view of the game. Uh, so whatever the point of view of the game is. At least uh, in The Witness it was. I can't imagine. Gordon wants to take selfies in The Witcher. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what happens to basically Instagram once this feature comes out. People well, that's like, what people were doing with uh, Grand Theft Auto V, right? Uh, there was the big yeah, trend. Yeah, there was that selfie selfies mode. in Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it has to be supported, which is kind of a bummer. That's, that's too bad. I, I would, yeah. would be needed yeah. for just we'll for universally supported. I'm sure we'll see it in every GameWorks game uh, like normal. I, I, I assume if it's NVIDIA's usual MO, they'll just hand devs a block of code and go, or a, a hand devs a module and say, put this in your in your game. So uh, I would expect to see it in whatever big budget release NVIDIA's tagged on in the fall. Right. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm supposed to be the one driving this. I'm just having so much fun. I'm just like, we're just like cruising keep, keep the back train and forth like a drunk driver. I want to know. So the last, last thing, obviously 1080, 1070, kick ass. Uh, is AMD doing Michael Jordan tears right now? Is that what is this? Where does this leave AMD, man? I mean, uh, this is who like, knows? Hey, who remember, knows? Wait, 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 wait. Remember like two months ago when we were at we were at GDC and we went to the AMD thing and everybody there was like, it's finally AMD's year again. Oh, it's good. Charlie I feel like Brown. this happens every time. <laughs> AMD, AMD announces a big thing. Everybody goes, this is it. They're finally back in. And then like a month later, NVIDIA comes around and just like knocks nope. it out of their hand. Nope. That's what they did last year with the 980 Ti at the exact same price, coincidentally, as the Fury X. <laughs> yeah, they do this every time. And the Titan but, X, too, right? Uh, Titan X was a grand. I don't think an AMD has introduced anything for a grand in a while. No, but I think I remember they timed it just to mess with AMD. So, Yeah, the 980 Ti came out like a week before the Fury X yeah. or something like that, the announcement. But this year, I mean, they have Polaris coming out, right? They have their own. Uh, part of the reason that uh, the 1080 and the 1070 are so advanced is because it's jumping to from 28 nanometer transistor technology to 16 nanometer transistor technology, which is actually like a two-generational leap. And they embraced – it's called FinFET manufacturing, which has been Intel CPUs for a while. And all those technolo- technological advancements, AMD's got its own you know, response to that with the Polaris GPUs, which they first teased months ago. Uh, they haven't announced any cards with it yet, uh, but interestingly, interestingly enough to me, uh, Nvidia came out, you know, and they're like, "Here, here's the new, the new king, the GTX 1080, high end, blah blah blah, so on and so forth." <clears throat> but uh, what AMD's been showing off so far is uh, the lower end stuff. They've been showing off. They were showing off how Polaris compares Watt for Watt versus a uh, GTX 950. Right. And uh, Roy yeah, Taylor, that League of Legends about- crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a big crowd. I'm not even joking. Like the, that that League of Legends crowd. That was what that 950 uh, was aimed at, right? Was that like, hey, you just yeah. need something to run League and Dota, right? right. Uh, yeah, it had special software just to make it even run better, specifically yep. in like the yeah. Legends. So, what and, did uh, Roy Taylor say? Uh, like uh, Roy Taylor, who is uh, a VP at uh, AMD, I believe. Uh, he's been saying one of the goals with this, their initial Polaris stuff is to expand the total addressable market of graphics cards. So basically, to drive graphics cards to even lower prices is the way I interpret that. So who knows what their response is going to be? It kind of seems like Nvidia is attacking it from the high end, whereas uh, AMD is taking all these technological advancements and approaching it from the low end. But we don't know for sure until they start talking about you know exact graphics cards. Right. And the, but they said they said that uh, the first Polaris GPUs would be mid-year, so Computex is in a few weeks. That seems like leaks are saying there's going to be some there. It seems like a logical place, so maybe we'll know sooner than later. Right. And then I, I you know, the vast majority of people, as much as we get all you know, jazzed about 1080, 1070, 
most people are buying low end. These things are all going into laptops and all in ones. There's a huge market there. Actually, still a lot of money. People don't get too excited about it though. Gamers don't anyway. But well, yeah. well, and, I mean, and that nine seventy sold really well. So, so I don't think Nvidia's approach has been that bad because that um, that nine seventy is still. I think that's the number one graphics card on on Steam. Yeah, yeah right but, now, hey, you still. know, gamers. Every gamer is like, I want this for five dollars. So, <laughs> well, yeah, like something like what, like. 80% of graphics cards cost less than 250 bucks or something like right. that. Yeah. 80% mm-hmm. of them sold. So it's so, interesting. It seems to me like they're approaching it from different angles. I'm curious to see how it goes. So that's where AMD will be, actually. And uh, I'm going to move on, move us well, off. Well, re- re- real quick, we, before okay. you move on, is, are these going to show up in a hardcore hardware oh, in the future? I don't Gordon's know. Gordon's flagship video show. I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, Brad's uh, monopolizing. Can I, can I get mine, buddy? Oh, oh man. Yeah. This, I'm gonna make this is one. pretty hardcore. I'm going to 3D print one this is when paint I, it silver. This is when the red dot appears on Brad's head, and then he gets <laughs> shot on camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Helicopter comes in, takes that That's car. why I got Superman to protect me. <laughs> so our next segment, we're just going to bring up. So uh, it's it's designed. It's it's. Our next segment is is aimed at builders, and we want to pick a topic every week we get into. And this is the classic builder's dilemma right now, which is do you build LGA 1151 or LGA 2011 V3, or basically Skylake versus Haswell E slash Broadwell E? Uh, now, what do you guys run at home in your, your gaming rigs? Yeah, well, Brad and I are running the same the same card, which is the, or the same processor, which is that 3570K, which was... Back in the day, that was the the builder dream. Ivy Bridge. Yep. That and it, it was a, a mid grade i five. Uh, you could overclock that thing pretty well. And uh, back at, I mean, that was twenty twelve or twenty thirteen when I built that. Yeah, twenty twelve when I built that machine. Uh, back then, that was the processor to get because no games were using more than four cores. Right. And that for is anything. That is a quad core CPU. No hyper threading. Yep. No hyper threading. Yeah. Uh, but it was like I, at the time, I think that was like a three hundred dollars CPU and uh, two fifty. Usually, that that's like the i five is usually like two thirty, two fifty. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe. I think it was around uh, yeah two fifty, two eighty at the time because it was they were still pretty high. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. You know, I bought that, uh, and now it is is long in the tooth. It is the weak point of my system. So would you? Eh. It still runs uh, pretty it, much. Every it runs game most games pretty well. Yeah. It but but it is definitely. Uh, when we're talking talking DirectX 12, that is the the weak point. So you guys are pretty happy with your uh, your i5s. I mean, hyper th- uh, no hyper threading for gaming. For me, I mean, I don't have too much problem too many problems running games in it. But I'm interested in upgrading this year. Actually, uh, yeah, yeah, me not too. so much because of the CPU performance increase, but because of the ecosystem that's now around these newer. Yeah. Uh, chips, because I mean, this doesn't support PCIe, SSDs, so on and so yep. forth, crap right. like that. There's been so much advancement around the CPU that I'm really looking forward to upgrading probably this year. Well, are you gonna? Yeah, and I agree because really, the, if you have a, a Ivory Bridge or even a Sandy Bridge quad, you're fine. But that chipset around it is ancient. There's no USB three support. There's no PCIe three mm-hmm. support. There's, uh, there's, USB, out of six. there's USB three on uh, the on the not really I, not I mean, Intel. <laughs> sucks. That performance sucks. Sorry. <laughs> but so come are, on, man. Come on. Are you gonna do are you guys gonna do basically so if you had to build a system right now, would you build it off uh, a uh I'm going quad? I'm going two thousand eleven V three. Uh okay. uh 
but mainly, I mean, part of that is because I do a lot of video stuff, but part of that is, is the article I believe you wrote about, uh, mm, I uh, paid cores, somebody to write it and then put my name on it. <laughs> about, yeah. about core performance in DX12. Um, and, and right around that six core spot seems like the sweet spot now. Right. Uh, at, not, not for today's use, but, but if we're talking, you know, if this is going to be a, another five years until I upgrade this processor, uh, I would, I would probably go with a six core. Right. So like a 5820K, which is the classic 5820K is about the same price as a 6700K. Yep, so exactly. Bucks, and, and, and I, uh, I'm actually, I mean, I'm waiting for, for Intel to, to bring out Broadwell E stuff so that right. we can see right. worst kept secret what that, what that next, what I guess the 6820 or whatever it'll end up being. Yeah. yeah the pricing would be interesting. Go ahead, Brad. If I had to upgrade today, I'd do the same thing as Hayden. I'd go for that six core. You know that six core part probably, or you know the Skylake. I'm not a hardcore video editor, so I don't need full blown, you know, Broadwell E. But realistically, if I had to buy a CPU today, that's what I would buy. But you know, theoretically, like person like me, like, hey man, I want to upgrade, but I don't have to do it right now. It's like my computer's not on fire. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm waiting to see one Broadwell E if it indeed has ten cores, if it's indeed fifteen hundred bucks, as the rumors say, all that stuff. Right. And B to see, you know, give it a couple of months and see how AMD Zen does, because you know that's their hail mary. It could be awesome, could be horrible. Who knows? Right. Well, and I'm hoping that I I don't know that that fifteen hundred rumor to me. I'm hoping that they actually do the the typical Nvidia thing, and we end up seeing. Uh, that ten core hit where the eight core did last time, or right around there at that that thousand dollar price point, and right. then see the eight core drop down to around that six hundred fifty seven hundred dollar price point. Uh, because right now, like the gap is huge. You can buy the their six core chip right. for like three hundred and thirty three hundred fifty bucks. Yep. And then that eight core is a thousand dollars, and and yeah. the gap there is ridiculous. Yeah, and the nice thing, of course, is they actually sort of gave you when they did the Haswell E refresh, they give you two more cores, so yep. for free at the at the at the lower cost, you could suddenly get a a, a, a six core processor for three three hundred three fifty. Yeah, that it, was a, I a mean, that, it became like an actual it, uh, it it has become an actual uh, conundrum whether to go with that that six core chip or the top end four core chip because they're literally the, the same price, like they're they're within twenty dollars of each right. other at this point. Um, I I don't know if they're going to – I would hope they would do the same thing that you're saying, start at 1000 and work it down. But, yeah. I mean, they're selling eight-core chips for 1000 Yeah, 1000 yeah. And it's not like they're getting much competition at that $1,000 price point. Why not add two more cores and see if they can squeeze from a you know purely cold-hearted business perspective? Yeah. 15 is pretty <laughs> stiff, though, man. I mean, I could yeah. – like, I mean, I understand they got to make money, but like you might feel feel like okay, maybe twelve hundred, maybe. But, you know? I mean, that's a, like I would jump for. I mean, I would jump for an eight core at seven hundred. Yeah. In a way that I would not jump for an eight core at a thousand. Like I seven hundred, I'm like, yeah, I can justify paying as much as my graphics card. But that thousand dollar <laughs> mark is where I'm like, I can't. <laughs> this would be the most expensive thing in my system, and and the, the performance increase from six core to eight core is not enough to justify seven hundred dollars. Except in video, video. Uh, yeah, well, and, and yeah, and, and very heavy, intensive video applications. Yeah, yeah well, rendering. Which, 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 I mean, that's what Gordon's been helping uh, me spec out is a, a new video production box. Right. And it's like you know, I was at NAB recently, and they were like, "Yeah, the more cores, the better." So I'm, I'm trying to spec out and you know, wait for the 
Broadway Lee or whatever and, yeah, and see where that lands. We're yeah. open 10 core for 1000 bucks. So you're same thing for you, 5820 over Skylake probably? It's interesting. Uh, that's probably what I would do because, you know, I do this for a living. I mean, it's in my interest to future-proof. If I was, like, advising a friend to build a PC today, I'd still probably, because DX12 needs more cores, but we haven't seen, you know, that proof in that pudding yet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, all the DX12 and, games that have come out have been kind of disappointing. So I would still, yeah. at this point, kind of recommend, you know, still probably, you know, the K edition of the Skylake Core i5. Or if you want to future-proof a little bit, maybe get... Nudge that up a little bit to the Core i7s. So you get hyper threading. Yeah. What's the is the 6600K? Is that that top end that's, that's out I, right that's now? That's the same thing. It's the so it's their 250. Supposed to be 250 yeah. now, but it's the i5 no hyper threading. Right. Same thing as the they, they've always had that skew. The, basically the the Skylake version of the Ivory Bridge that you guys are rolling, and a lot of people are still rolling those 2500Ks. Right. Good chip, mm-hmm. but no yeah. hyper threading. Yeah, and the, that 3570K has served me very well, uh, and and. If I was really trying to trying to stick to a budget, I would probably run that for another two or three years. Yeah, yeah. But really, uh, from just like an enthusiast perspective, I'm looking to upgrade. It's not it's not like that 3570K has really run into that many problems. Though the more the more open world games we see, right. the more that yeah. that that thing starts to struggle. Right. Well, um, and weren't you saying you're getting uh, pop ups for VR stuff? Saying, yeah, hey, yeah, Oh, the, hey, this is below min spec. Yeah, it's below the the Oculus min spec because Oculus doesn't actually check your performance; it checks a parts list, and <laughs> so their yeah. their minimum is like whatever that is 40, 4590, 4590, I think, is their min spec. But you haven't had any problems? I no, mean, it's, it's absolutely the same because, the, I mean, the performance on those two chips is pretty much identical. Uh, they just don't check the they don't check your performance. Like Steam, you know, the, the Vive checks your performance. So the Vive yeah. is just like, you're 10 out of 10 system. Like, you're running a 980 Ti. This thing will blow away any VR stuff you throw at it. Uh, it's only Oculus. They check that parts list. And, and so you get a banner on every single screen well, that, sucks. that says, hey, you're below minimum spec, yeah. uh, which is not true. I, mean, I, I think, honestly, 2,500K, 3,570K probably is going to be fine for everything. Yeah, for, for probably two more years, I think you could get away with that 3,570K with no <laughs> like, problem, like, except for stuff like The Witcher, uh, or like I've seen problems in Assassin's Creed. You see some stuttering. Um, those are like the games where I, I've started to notice the 3,570K having trouble keeping up. Yeah, like you're talking about the Steam VR test. I tested uh, the exact same card in both, you know, my personal rig as well as the PCU test rig, which has the eight core Haswell E. Uh, is that how? yeah Haswell E yeah. Uh, part? And uh, on my personal rig with the thirty five seventy K, I got ten point eight, I believe, as the score. And on the the eight core rig, I got uh, ten point nine or eleven. So oh boy, like, my new difference. That really paid for itself. Those other four cores, right? <laughs> so you know, it is interesting. Uh, and I want I, there's one topic I forgot. We're going to get to it really quickly because Hayden has actually sort of played, uh, sort of sort of seen a lot of Battlefield One. Uh, so EA brought us down to to Redwood City, uh, which is a miserable place to go at nine in the morning. Oh my god! Uh, Just and, get on the Google bus, man. And you, they you sat us like- down in this auditorium and they they gave us a presentation for an hour. Uh, and the amount of footage we saw in that hour was like two minutes. Really? So you you didn't even play the game then? No, we uh, they they made it very clear that we will play the game at uh, whatever EA's not E three thing is called EA Play. I think is the name <laughs> of it. So it should be hands on there. Yeah, we're gonna get hands on at at not E three. Not E three. Uh, 
so not E A three. Is it E two? Because it's before E three. Uh, right yeah, it's like that that Sunday afternoon or something. It's terrible. Uh, we have to go like E A's thing, and then Bethesda has their thing that night, and then press conference day is Monday. So, uh, but yeah, it, World War One game, which uh, Gordon is not no. very excited about. <laughs> no, I, I alternate I, history World War One, right? No, 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 not no? alternate history. It is real history. Yeah, okay. Kotaku put that headline oh. out and then immediately like i went back an hour later and they had corrected it oh, like oh whoops. actually we don't i so like the the first image that came out had a dude in a cape and like a zeppelin in the background yeah, he looked like a wizard and i think kotaku was like uh kotaku went this is this is fake and this is alt history but it wasn't it was real history so there was actually some dude in world war one running around with a mace a, a mauser yeah it's and- a it's a it's a trench club and a cape yeah, and, and a cape there. Uh, so people people pinpointed it. Apparently, it's the the Harlem Hellfighters, right? But I mean, but didn't they wear a helmet? I mean, why was, was I mean? I assume that. But like, I mean, this is <laughs> battlefield, right? Like, it's uh, <laughs> it's silly uh, that it, you watch the trailer. So you heard the uh, that awful cover of Seven yeah. Nation Army yeah, with yeah. like the weird dubstep <sighs> in it. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what they. I don't know what they think they're doing. Uh, I don't know if it'll if it'll catch on. Like so, so Brad knows. Brad knows I love Verdun, which is uh, yeah. the this this tiny indie World War One shooter that's been out for a couple of years, and they were very like we're stressing historical accuracy. Oh, those uh, are fun. Everybody's gonna like run around in bolt action rifles, and Battlefield is like we don't give a shit about that. Here's like <laughs> no. a, here's a tank that never even saw the front lines that we're gonna throw in here, and like here's. Uh, this screaming rock cover in the background, and uh, it looks like Battlefield. I mean, Battlefield, right? With like a World War One skin. At least it's eh, not Call I'm, of Duty, right? I'm kind of interested. I mean, I'm getting kind of burned out on the modern day. Oh, shooters, absolutely. So. <laughs> I, I'm done with the modern day and future. Shit. Like, but but yeah. Gordon knows what I mean. I've been talking like I want a World War Two shooter. I want. I want right? to see. I want to see Normandy done with 2016 tech because like the last time we had a world war two shooter was fucking world at war the the crappy call of duty game from uh 08 i think right out oh, and it yeah, came yeah. out right after modern warfare yes. did so everybody was like this is awful like i just give us modern warfare 2 already yeah um in retrospect that was a fine game but it was just not the the call of duty people wanted that year and uh as a result, like we haven't had had a Normandy level since I think Call of Duty two in two thousand five, two thousand six, somewhere in whenever that came out. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. I'm curious to see. This is just something I was talking about with some other people the other day. Uh, I'm curious to see what the reaction is going to be. I mean, it's not this year. This is speculating far in the future when they start to make like uh, shooters like this, like intense Normandy levels and stuff like that, and something like the HTC Vive and stuff like that. Yeah. Would people like it as much, or would they be like, oh, man, this is horrible. Screw this. I mean, throw down your arms, everybody. Never play these kinds of games again. Or (laughs) (laughs) will it be as awesome as it was playing the first Normandy level in that old Call of Duty or whatever it was? Yeah, I just think that you need to be more reverent. Uh, Like The problem with with VR stuff is you really need to, like, I don't know, because you feel like you're there, you need to be like more aware of of people's reactions than you would on like for some reason like when you see it on a screen you're like very distanced from it and and mowing down dudes and shooting dudes doesn't seem like as big a deal. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it, I think there there have been a lot of articles written about like uh, the difference between experiencing something on a screen and experiencing something in a VR headset and the way that that in in my experience like on a screen 
I remember that I played a game. Yes. Uh, but in a VR headset, when I think back to those memories, it feels like I like did those things. So like, whatever, I 100% agree. whatever it was, like whether it was like playing tennis or whatever, uh, it feels like I, I actually played tennis. Like my brain remembers right. me playing tennis, not like, Oh, I played that tennis game one time, something like that. Uh, and, and when you get into the, the very realistic stuff like battlefield, uh, that feeling becomes a lot weirder than something that's like, oh, I just was like shooting tennis balls or something like that. Well, it's also slower. I mean, VR, I, I, you play Battlefield, especially you watch a 14-year-old play, and it's like, <laughs> you're like, you can't even see the screen. It's just kind of like everybody's looking back and forth. or you know, 360 no-scoping constantly. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to happen with VR, right? That's just not yeah, going to happen. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing is like you just haven't seen, like uh, I find it interesting how few experiences we've seen that are like combat centric. Like we haven't, you know, some of the things that seem really obvious, like we haven't seen a game where you play as like a sniper and, and like a sniper, you wouldn't have to move. Like you can just like put that guy on a rooftop. Right. And, and, but for some reason, nobody's made that game. And I wonder if it's because that concept like makes people uncomfortable. Like you're, you're in, yeah, it's like world. emotionally distressing. Doing yeah. It. No, the, whereas, yeah. no, oh, no, we're Gordon, talking about the internet and gamers here for Gordon's God. a sociopath. He's I'm, like, I'm shooting all those I dudes. Just, I'm just not sure that the VR experience is the hardware is not quite there yet. You know, tethered I, I, and I, yeah, turning I, around constantly to do your 360 no scope. Oh, sure. For, for <laughs> battlefield and stuff. Everywhere. I absolutely agree. I just mean like if you were to make a sniper game, that's why I brought up that yeah, because you would just like would stand in place and like raise your gun and whatever. Right. Uh, I just think the, it's probably like duck hunting, though. It's like it'd be realistic duck hunting. You'd be sitting there for three hours talking to your friends. Yeah. Oh, there's a duck. Oh, but think about how much people around. love that that sniping mission in the first Modern Warfare. Um, that's like that's like one I'll of the classic Call of Duty moments. Uh, is that that whole segment? Um, All gillied up. I still remember. That's the only one I remember its name. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, wow. And and the fifty thousand people used to live here. <laughs> now it's a ghost town. But did you? I mean, but did you crawl through a field for yeah. like six hours to uh, get there? for like an hour? Okay. That was that was one. Of, that was what made that level so memorable to people. Was it wasn't like that's what, that's the thing about the first Modern Warfare that that nobody really remembers. I mean, now it's taught, come up more because they're remastering Modern Warfare this year because they know. Um, but yeah, like the the one of the things that everybody liked about Modern Warfare was it wasn't the typical Call of Duty like you run everywhere and you like knife a bunch of dudes and uh Modern Warfare was like for the most part uh the memorable points of that game were the very slow quiet moments like oh this is a uh you know 30 wow. second level where you die in a nuclear explosion and you just crawl yeah. out of this APC for forever uh God. Like that sort of stuff was was what made Modern Warfare really great, and then all of that was gone from Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, I just don't even remember that. It seems like forever. Just play ago, that game right? again uh, <laughs> when it comes out again in November. Yeah, uh, when, it's like when they retro when they tie Infinite Warfare, which looks really bad, to Modern Warfare Remaster, which everybody wanted. It's it's just like looking back at the original Star Wars and like yeah that was that was awesome and what would we, what it's turned to now sort of like I guess the the franchise. Are you saying you don't like the new Star Wars, <clears throat> Gordon? No, I can't say that. Spoiler. <laughs> All right, we're gonna actually so we're gonna move on to the next segment. We're gonna take questions from you. One of these cameras here. I don't know. There's like five of this them to one, look at. That middle it's sort one. of like a VR set almost. Middle one. Got it. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna yeah. Just, can we run this in stereoscopic VR? Oh, not, yet, cool. not yet. Not <laughs> yet. That would actually, I was thinking it would be awesome if we did uh, a show 
where we had it in VR, so then you could have the three dimensional chart, and it would you know the bar would pop out. So we we're like, trying to figure it out. Sweet. And you can see Spoilers. how fat I am in real life. <laughs> you know, oh, man. So we basically put out questions to the internets. Uh, I got a few really good ones here. A lot of these are, of course, GeForce related. I'm going to throw this one at you, Brad. Hit me. Wait, wait, sorry, real quick. Where would you get these from? Where can people send in their uh, questions? This, they can send. Actually, if I remember the email address, I can post it in the actual, I think it's the full nerd podcast at PCWorld.com. You can send questions there. Or when we put our questions on Twitter and Facebook, we'll take them. Obviously, Adam looks so proud. You remembered, a, Gordon. There's actually a lot of... Yeah, I know. He was like, he's this guy. And I never prep for anything. Uh, you did great. And, you know, we have a lot of questions. We'd love to answer them all, but we're gonna we're just going to try to get to a few. Uh, this is a great one because it sort of touches on the topics we already touched on. This is from Tyler. Will my 20... 2500K overclocked at 4.5 gigahertz bottleneck the new GTX 1070. Of course, he wants to know exactly how much we can't say yet, but thoughts? You think that's uh, going to be a problem on the uh, 2500K? I think it goes back to everything we were talking about earlier in both those segments. I mean, we don't know what the performance is going to be yet, so we can't get that far into it. Uh, But like I said, if it's doing fine for you now, it'll probably do fine for you then, except for the open world games where you're seeing issues and stuff like that. I don't think it'll bottleneck general performance badly enough that you got to be like, oh no, I need to run out and buy a new one right now. I mean, I I really think that it'll depend on when DirectX 12 actually takes hold, uh, because once DirectX 12 becomes a, a usual thing and you want that multi-core support, maybe. But the problem is, like, every DirectX 12 game so far has been a half-assed mess. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so so most games are still just pretty much front-loading that first core and then running running everything else at minimum. So right. why, 99% why worry about it? The demos, right? so it's not I, would, really... I, would, I would recommend, you know, if you're looking to buy a 1080, buy the 1080. And if something's messed up, Buy a new processor. I wouldn't just go buy one just in anticipation. Yeah. Yeah. Not my only, again, this gets back to what I said earlier. My only problem with the 2500K is Z77, uh, Z68. Man, those things are ancient, man. That is an yeah. old-ass chipset. I mean, I don't know yeah. as far as they work. I mean, you probably have to, like, kickstart them in the morning, for God's sake. They're just, <laughs> there's, like, no nothing modern in them. Yeah, I get out my, uh, my car battery, actually, and I connect the ports. <laughs> so, yeah, moving to Z170 or... Uh, or X99 would be a nice upgrade for the chipset, not so much probably for the CPU at this point. Uh, the question two, this is a good one from Mr. Pips. Uh, hey, he follows me on Twitter. Oh, this is, you guys should well, wait, too. What a good guy. Mr. Follow Brad. Brad, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Brad Charkis. Inventive. And, and mine's at Hayden CD. The same thing. Very easy. So basically, he wants to know how will retailers price the 980, 970? When they have the 1070 and 1080 in stock, can they charge more for 980 than 1070? Who looking around this weekend, it looked like you're already starting to see the discounts flow. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, who's going to buy around, it? Discount. Yeah. Why would? Why would? Man, I'd feel bad, man. That's just like I mean, this is the problem that Sony's having with that PS4 right now. Now that there are all the PS4.5 rumors out, why why would you buy a PS4 until you, November? I, Man, I mean, I would just feel bad. Like, if you worked at a heart at a store that sold components, wouldn't you be like yeah. this? This kid comes in. He's he's 13 years old. His mom's with him. He's saved up for six months to get this 970 card. And you're gonna be like, oh, I gotta say something. Don't. You're gonna get fired if you say something. <laughs> you gotta say something. That kid's looking up at you. 
that 970 is like, this is the best card ever. I've saved up six months. I skipped lunch at school every other day to buy this card, mister. Is this the best card there is, is for my $370? Do? do you make your kids skip lunch to buy Wait a things? Month. Yeah, you know. I used to do, hey, I used to do that. I used to uh, <laughs> just pocket my lunch money and bring an apple to school, man. Well, it is Oakland. His kids, yeah. you know. My kid, actually, he's like, he lost his wallet because, you know, kids lose everything. He's like, I found the wallet. And it's like, why do you want this? They're like, what's in it? The enough money to buy Overwatch. He wants to buy Overwatch. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's fair. Overwatch is pretty good. I, I didn't tell him that because I have to talk to mom about whether he can buy it. But I mean, but still, I mean, come on, man. I don't. I don't know. There are big butts in that game. I've we heard. Should, this is my. Should, uh, this is the public service announcement, dude. If you work at a new egg or you work at a whatever compu store, it's like, dude, the kid coming in. He's thir- he's that's he's saved up months. Don't sell him or her that nine seventy, man. Just like, just wait, kid. Just like, just tell him. Oh, sorry, I can't sell this to you now. Can you come back on May twenty seventh? So like right? the the big new egg banner pops up when you go to check out, and it just says, "Hey, don't buy this." The kid's <laughs> looking up at you. He's got the big eyes. He's under the counter because you know he's short. <laughs> you, then you sell that kid that nine seventy. That's like, man, you take that to your grave. Like you take that to your grave. You'll like flashbacks. You're gonna wake up <laughs> at night. That'll Cold be sweats. A- the harrowing VR game. Why do yeah, you sell that kid the GTX 970? Uh, and then later levels, you play as the kid, now an adult, coming back for revenge. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. That kid's going to be like, where is that guy? And he's going to get you in a game too, right? When he's 25. Uh, or her. It's 25. like I'm still running that 970. 970. <laughs> you jerk. I, you know, I will say something very interesting that I heard. I, I went to an event, and the vendor um, sells not – they're not primarily a video card vendor, but they, had a, they do sell one skew of video cards. And they were joking. This is like – this is four weeks ago. They are like – they were giving away a 980 Ti water cold, and they were like, they're like, yeah, well, we can get, we're going to give away two of them today because we got a warehouse of these, and nobody's going to want them in a month. And now I know exactly <laughs> why, right? Because you're like, who the hell is going to want water cold – 980 Ti at this point, right? So. Yeah, man. So just to get back to the point of hand, Mr. Pips, don't buy anything right now. Wait a month. Even though the deals are flowing in now, give it a month. They'll be even juicier, man. And they never – do they ever get that cheap? Like I would buy a 970 for $200, right? Yeah. That's like, okay, give me two of them, right? 970, 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. But no, that's not going to happen. That never happens, right? The deals aren't that good, are they? No, uh, I didn't see them that good. No, they're still no, they there. usually go <laughs> – I mean, I think they usually go about – uh, 75 down. I, I would expect to see it around like 275-ish. That's It'll totally depend good. on supply too, right? Because this is all new technology, the 1080 and the 1070. So it depends on how many they actually have. If there's not very many in the market, I mean, normal cards might still be going for a bit for a while. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like maybe they're going to trickle out and you're not going to be able to buy this. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't that the 290s problem? 290 sold the, out for like months and months and months. And the they, Fury X. Oh my God. The Fury X was the bad one. Yeah, that was like, I don't know how many they had. I think they just shopped it around. Like, they sold it to you, then they came and, like, moved to somebody else's house for a month or something. They, they had that Oculus problem. They yeah. just didn't warehouse that stuff. Yeah. But I think, honestly, that at this point, NVIDIA, no, they've known how badass this card is. They probably really cleared out the skew. All the partners know exactly. They don't want to get left holding the bag of 970 mm-hmm. cards at this point. So, uh, here's another one Jay Magella. Is there any real-world noticeable reason today not to buy an SSD just by price per gigabyte? And I have a strong opinion on this. 
Uh, is there any reason not to buy an SSD? Just on price. So you, should, you should just buy an SSD. Well, yeah. actually, he's yeah. not saying... I think what he's really saying is like, should I... If I go out and I, I sort the, the price, is it okay to buy that $150 SSD? Does it matter? And I, I have an opinion on this because right now we're seeing a lot of weird stuff with the vendors where they're selling you know these TLC drives where they basically make the performance seem like it's better for about two gigs, you know, four gigs, some of them like larger buffers. Once you, get, once you burn through that buffer and you're writing a massively large file, the performance sometimes can get as bad as a hard drive as far as write speeds. I would just buy an 850 Evo. Yeah, so that's and then that is yeah. 850 Evos 850 at this point Evo. are like are like a hundred bucks for 250 gig, and make that the, your your core system drive, and then add a one terabyte hard drive right. for 50 bucks on top of that, and put all your games on that right. except for like The Witcher. <laughs> SSDs are actually getting cheap enough that I'm considering ditching my hard drives and just going with backup SSD drives. Yeah, I, I wow. can't. I'm I'm I I'm running four terabytes of hard drive, so I'm not. Not all well, in at least, on SSDs at least one, yet. At least one. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I debated it like because uh, I mean even so I bought an SSD last year uh, and I think that 250 gig drive was like 120 bucks at the time and uh, I just looked and it was on sale for 70, 75 or something like that. Damn. Uh, which at that Wonderful point is times. like I'm, at that point that's why I pay for a one terabyte hard drive so uh, I could go in for a 500 gig uh, SSD. For, for game storage, probably, but they're so cheap now, yeah. and then, you know they're going to get cheaper. The problem is, I just chew through disk space because reviewing games is a is a nightmare for disk space. So yeah, right. I have to constantly shuffle. Yeah, I, I think I looked at, at, at all my Steam libraries combined, and it's like three terabytes Jeez. of stuff <laughs> installed now. And like, if I had a smaller drive, I would just delete it. But I don't have a smaller drive, so I just let it build, and uh, <laughs> it's it's awful. But one la- one last thing I want to say is I do think don't just buy on price. Go out and read reviews. The reason is you can get a TLC drive pretty cheap, um, but they're about the same price as an MLC drive, which doesn't give you the sort of performance slowdowns once you burn through the cache. Or just buy an A50 Evo. Which yeah, is that's a, that, I just tell people to buy an A50 Evo because yeah. that is such a standard at this point, right. uh, and it's so cheap that if if somebody's looking to entry level get into SSDs. That's a real easy one for them to get in with. Yeah. It's it's tricky though with SSDs like these TLC SSDs. John's been reviewing them for us, right? Yeah. And uh, one TLC, a couple of TLC drives, he'd noticed that uh, big performance drop after you know the buffer was filled. But yep. then he reviewed some other ones and there wasn't. So that just not quite so as bad. Although the buffer yeah. is just bigger and but you know it's, you get the A fifty Evo, it's just like you avoid it all. So it seems for like. anything that you know anything personally. If I make a you say you're gonna spend a hundred bucks on this, anything that I spend that's a hundred bucks as piece of electronics equipment, I always try to find reviews for. And I'm not just saying that because I write reviews for a living, and I would definitely <laughs> recommend that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I would only trust our reviews. Charkis. Yes. Uh, anyway, here's a here's a good question. Oh, okay. Here's one of these dudes, <laughs> Dave, David McClare. Just bought a 980 back in December. Sorry, man, but oh, you know, wow. what are you going to do? But would it be better to upgrade to a 1080 or just SLI another 980? Oh, the classic dilemma. Huh. I have opinions about this one. And? One, the 980 still kicks a lot of ass, so don't feel bad about it. Two, if you have the money to buy a 1080, I... I'm not a big fan of multi-GPU solutions because yeah. they're always a pain in the ass. And these days, 
I mean, NVIDIA's doing really good with the game-ready drivers, but a lot of games just flat out aren't supporting multiple GPU situations for months after they've been launched anymore. So if you're a hardcore enough gamer that you're considering buying a 980 SLI or a 1080, just go for the 1080, man, because you're not going to be happy with the state of uh, SLI performance. Yeah, anything that you can do to to simplify your system, I think, is usually better. Uh, So if if you were going to be... I don't know. If you if you were like, should I buy four 1080s? I would be like, no. <laughs> well, you, if you were saying, should I, if you were planning on like two 1080s, even, I would probably say no. Like, just don't bother SLIing. I would just stick with the one card, buy the buy the best top end card best that you can. Best single GPUs, generally. And then, and then, and then run that. Because especially this past year, it seemed like SLI support was all over the place. Um, and the same with Crossfire. It's both sides. It's yeah. just games. Yeah. And, and so, uh, I mean, Arkham Knight is the, is the big case. Like that game, WB came out and was like, we will never support SLI. <laughs> like we, we fixed everything else. We will never fix SLI support in this game. Uh, and so at that point, like. Hey, but the game works works, right? So sort of. Sort of. And, and that's kind of really disappointing that that's happened because uh, my advice for years used to be, hey, man, you know, buy a good graphics card. And then when you start to feel it, you know, start to get a little bit slow, buy a second one because they'd be cheap by then and you'd be doing all right. But over the past couple of years, multi GPU just has not been very strong. And, well, and this is the same. I mean, going back to what we were talking about earlier, this is the same. Hey, hopefully DirectX 12 fixes this because, you know, DirectX 12 supports multi GPU a lot better than than you know SLI crossfire stuff in theory uh the problem is in that theory. like the problem is that developers have to like actually do the work to support it and and whether developers end up actually doing that work they never do is uh very questionable at the moment so developers got enough work to do man yeah, yeah. i know <laughs> you know and i i uh, one thing I will say, I ran a 690 for a long time, and I, I was okay. I didn't play all the newest games immediately, but I yeah. was. I was your fine World of Warships. Yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> well, all yeah. You play, now I'm playing a Titan. So, yeah, that's all I play. I'm an old gamer, for God's sake. <laughs> I need or a dude, game where think- I can not concentrate for like five minutes. Dude, who wrote this question? Maybe just keep playing with the 980. You probably still love it. Yeah, I agree. Like that <laughs> 980 is no slouch of a card still. So. Oh, okay. Here's another one. This is this riffing off this other one. This is from Pablo. Sorry, I'm not going to try your name because I'm going to screw it up. Oh, it's Pablo, actually. I've even screwed that up. <laughs> 1080 or 1070 SLI? Uh, ah. 1080, probably. Same, same same basic answer applies, but I would say that we don't know the performance for either yet. But yeah, same sure. basic answer applies. But, you know, I mean... If you're going to, I mean, assuming, you know, he's not going to be playing a 1080p. So assuming 4K, 1070's got to give you more, right? So 1070 SLI, that is. Uh, yeah, I just, I just really like that SLI support is just not there enough for me to recommend that across the board. Like it, I, it yeah. would depend on what games you're playing. And if you have games that you play that you know are going to have good SLI support, great. Like go that way. But man, the, the amount of times I've heard friends of mine like, struggle with their their sli crossfire system or like go in and like oh it's not working i guess i'm gonna go in and like try and unplug one of my graphics cards and see if it works better like that kind of stuff is just dumb like, yeah like last year bother? in the past couple of months just big titles uh i believe just cause three didn't have yep. sli forever i don't know if they do now to be honest well, uh, like, but and, they didn't have it forever and all of the uwp the stuff you guys are so down in sli man it was well, just really like, came out sli or crossfire crossfire uh cards in the division it would just introduce all kinds of artifact it was broken for like a month after the game came out uh, and and uwp in general has not 
been friendly with with Crossfire and SLI for yeah by, for by UWP he means Windows Store games by the yeah, way yeah yeah so Quantum but... Break and the Gears of War Ultimate port uh, both of those were so, were SLI why would you play crappy. why would you buy games there anyway for God's sake because uh, Microsoft <laughs> on the other hand you. though they're the AMD and Nvidia are doing really interesting things with VR and if VR does take off yep. I think uh, multi graphics card setups will become much more viable again because they're looking to make it so that you can drive each eye in the virtual reality headset with uh, uh, one graphics card for one eye, one graphics card for the other eye. And that would actually be a viable, great use case for multi-GPU. But again, that needs to be supported by developers, and we'll have to see if it takes off. Yeah, were you the one that took a picture the other day that had, uh, it was it was uh, three cards, one for your yes. per eye and then one for physics on what? the bottom? Yeah, three. I was running uh, the trying the Funhouse demo that NVIDIA introduced, and they had it running on three 1080s, one for physics, one for each eye. And it worked, actually? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It was wow. actually super awesome. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. I, yeah, I, physics. Gotta, I guess, you know, that's worth the, I don't know, $400 video <laughs> card to run, I guess. All right, last question, because I'm getting the evil eye from Adam. I'm making that up. He didn't give me the evil eye. <laughs> Adam doesn't even have an evil eye, He doesn't eye, have man. the evil He's eye. He's a nice dude. Uh, our last one we're going to make from Corey Shane, which I didn't screw up. This is just interesting. How much of an increase would a 1080 or 1070 be over, say, a 750, GT 750, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, whoa. That's like integrated graphics practically I, so i haven't taken math class in a long time but if we, if we yeah. integrate so, so like if the if this were the 750 brad can you see in the camera i'm gonna show brad so the 750 mm-hmm. would be here i guess i'm guessing 1080 would be like outside the there. building yeah, I, I can, somewhere stand up man 750 yeah, so- what, what can you even play in a 750 anymore Oh, you could uh, if you bump down to 720 league. and medium. I'm sure you could play some games on a 750, man. Uh, yeah. Those 750 cards. That was the original Maxwell Core, right? I mean, it looked like a Pentium three cooler, right? It yeah, was like yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be crazy. In any case, it'd be like the old still picture things. You know, you put a quarter in, you look at little peep shows, and you spin <laughs> it to uh, freaking go into an IMAX theater today or something. The difference would just be ridiculous. That's just. <laughs> I I yeah. Those those are cool. Those. Those cards were cool because it's like, is this actually a video card? Because it looks like a keychain. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. 750. I remember those. But well, yeah. So it'd be a big, big change. To do that. It'd be huge. It'd be a huge increase. <laughs> yeah, man. If you can afford that, do it. <laughs> All right. But okay, well, if you're going from a 750 to a 1080, be sure to look at your power supply so you don't yeah. blow your house up. <laughs> Back to bringing that full yeah, circle. Don't, don't melt that motherboard. God, that'd be interesting. Like, if you could, I mean, if they're saying 500 watts and they're always conservative, you could probably run a 1080 on like 400 watts, I bet. Like, almost. I mean, depending on your processor. Uh, could you, I mean, I don't even know if they're, are there 400 watt power supplies with 8 pin GPU plugs? There must be somewhere. There must be from China because they'll sell it to you anyway, even if it doesn't support it. Hey, we should but, try that when it comes out. Yeah, we're going to do it with your card. <laughs> Buy a bunch of cheap <laughs> Your card. Yeah, it's broken. How low can you go before it catches on fire? <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That's a good video. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'd I'm, shoot that. I'm sure they would be like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll buy another card for, you yeah. <laughs> know. That would be, people would be angry, right? They'd be angry because you'd destroy like you a You wasted a card. card. Yes, there's always. Okay, well, everybody, it's been fun. I think we're a little bit over time, but that was. What is this show called again? I don't remember. The Full Nerd Show, Episode Zero. This is the first time we've done this. We're going to keep doing it, talking about PC components, PC gaming, everything that you care about and that makes the PC superior to all other 
platforms. Yes, sir. I'm here. Thank you, Brad Charkas. Oh, wait. No problem. Got it. Our special guest, Hayden Dingman. Thank you for the having man me on. behind the camera, Adam Murray. Patrick Murray. Adam Patrick, Patrick. Murray. I got to yes. get worse. Thank you. God AP. Damn. We should just call you AP. Now. APM. APM. <laughs> Actions per minute. Yeah, that's yeah a exactly. Great, that's a great goddamn nickname. <laughs> and I'm Gordon Ung. We'll see you in a couple weeks. 